Good evening, and uh, as always, thank you for watching tonight, and I pray that you have been able to enjoy another beautiful day, and uh, have been able to just enjoy uh, this season, uh, because even though it's fairly warm, and sometimes it can be uh, a little sweaty, uh, remember that snow and ice is coming. And so to enjoy the good days, the, the good weather, uh, and just the vitamin D that comes with it. Tonight, I want to continue to talk to you about the miracles in the Old Testament and the significance of them. I would say all of us, if we were talking about our faith, if we were praying about our faith, excuse me, we would say that we want God to do miraculous things. We want God to miraculously change hearts. We want God to um, miraculously change people. Uh, all of us, if we have someone who is, we love is struggling with their health, would love a special touch from the Lord. But most of us would say that we've seen very little of that power in our life, very little of that in our prayer time, very little of it in our church. And last night we looked at when God's miracle has the purpose of saving us from our enemies, when the power of God is meant to encourage and deliver us. But sometimes miracles come into our lives as a warning, uh, as a sign that God is not pleased. In 1 Samuel chapter 12, um, the children of Israel have told Samuel that we don't want a judge. We want a king. We want a king just like every other nation in the world. And this displeased God. And it displeased Samuel. But the Lord showed them a man by the name of Saul who would be their king. And at his coronation, at his inauguration, you might say, Samuel is speaking to the people. And Samuel is saying to them, you know, I have done what was right by God. I've done what was right by you. I've never cheated you. I've never taken advantage of you. Uh, I have been good to you as a people. And the people said in verse four, you have not cheated us or oppressed us, nor have you taken anything from any man's hand. And they said, it is so. But what happens here is Samuel tells them that you should not have wanted a king. You should not have wanted someone to rule over you this way. And in verse 10, they say, then they cried out to the Lord and said, we have sinned because we have forsaken the Lord and served the Baals and Ashtoreths. But now deliver us from the hand of our enemies and we will serve you. The children of Israel realize they've messed up they realize they've displeased God. And there were enemy armies coming around them. And 
in this passage of Scripture, Samuel responds and says, this king who you desired, God has put over you. But he says in verse 14, if you fear the Lord and serve him and obey him and do not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then both you and the king who reigns over you will continue to follow the Lord. He says, even though you have displeased God, God is willing to show you mercy. God is willing to give you a second chance. And so they are pleased with this. But Dan, but Samuel says, I want to show you the power of God as a witness to how you have messed up. How you have not trusted God. And tonight I think some of us, if we were honest looking back on our life, would say, if God would have just shook me up while I was headed the wrong direction. Or if God would have just wrote it in the sky when I was heading in the wrong direction. Or God just would have brought my problem to a head so that I had to address it rather than cover it up. That's what we see here in verse 16. Samuel tells them, Now therefore stand and see this great thing which the Lord will do before your eyes. Is today not the wheat harvest? I will call to the Lord and he will send thunder and rain that you may perceive and see that your wickedness is great, which you have done in the sight of the Lord in asking for a king yourselves. So Samuel called to the Lord and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day and all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. You see, tonight I want to encourage you not just to pray for miracles, not just pray for the power of your of God to, to increase your life, to increase your fortune, but to protect you from going down the wrong path. Maybe you're thinking about changing jobs and you need God to show you. God, I want you to show me that this is not where I'm supposed to go. Maybe you're getting ready to make a decision as a family that I'm going to quit on my marriage. I'm, I'm going to just start over with someone else. And you just need that miraculous sign from God that says, don't do that. Maybe tonight you're thinking about someone in your family. Maybe a prodigal. Someone who used to love God and serve God but is wandering from God. Maybe tonight you need to pray, God, I want you to show them, wake them up, whatever it takes. God, make every road sign appear to be pointing to you. God, make everything they try to do fail. Lord, make them know that there is no other place but you. You see, now, Jake, do you really believe we ought to pray that way? I do. I believe that just like the nation of Israel needed to see God's power to remind them of their struggle, we need that as well. Because in verse 19, the Bible says, all the people said to Samuel, pray for your servants to the Lord your God that we may not die. For we have added to all our sins and evil of asking as a king for ourselves. You see the power of God in this miracle, just as simple as thunder and rain, brought them back to God. And friends, what we need as a country is for God to do something miraculous to bring us back to him.
Sometimes as individuals, God has to do something miraculous. And many times it's something tragic. It's something heartbreaking. Sometimes God has to allow a death in a family to get our attention. Sometimes God has to allow us to hit rock bottom to get our attention. And so tonight, begin to look, begin to pray that God do whatever it takes to show us not only when we're on the right path, but on the wrong path. God, stop us before we bring harm to ourselves, to our family, to our church. And from what I see in this passage of scripture, he'll do it. So as always, I want to thank you tonight for watching. I'm praying that you have a wonderful day. I pray that the Lord would bless you and that you would be growing in your faith. And if there is anything that I can do to help or to be there for you, please let me know. God bless.